Greeting you with the heard words, peace. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. My problem that I used to have with when I was around church people years ago, because I'm not around, I'm in here all the time, is that when things would come up, how they were unprepared people in prepared places with situations of just life. And, you know, after we got saved and we went through all that, and folks got something in their head that nothing ever was going to go wrong. And so when something did, I watched them, and I'm like, well, no, that, that didn't make sense to me. I could do this and not even go to church. But then I had to find out that I was being too coachy and that my job was different than somebody who was teaching theology. You know, I, I took my classes at Liberty. Most people don't know that. Uh, in school out there, and, I, and uh, I can't think of his name now. I didn't like him. Uh, the one that started Liberty, I can't think of his name. Jerry Farwell. I didn't like Jerry Farwell at all. But I took courses from them because some of the best teachers were in his school. And sometimes you have to do that. And then the old Baptist college, I went down there and the Reverend Bingham, bang on for years, took his, and I can't think of the one that came from Jeff City that took classes from him. And uh, uh, another pastor, and I said, it's okay, but I needed something different. And so mine was that I needed something a little bit more encouragement to help me to deal with stuff. And so what, that's what I try to do as a pastor. I would rather be called coach fields all the time. But I understand a pastor should be coaching. And so we want to talk about something. I've been watching... Uh, the world games, of course, you know, track and field. You know, I'm all into that. And I look at those people, and I wonder how many people, when they sit and watch a track meet, think, what do you think those people are doing before they begin to jump? They're talking to themselves. They're, they're talking to themselves. You know, I, I remember, and I don't know if they do it so much now, but when I played football, we would be on the field, not team, I'm talking about the kickoff team and the receiving team were both on the field. Then they would play the national anthem, and when it was done, they kicked the ball off. Okay? So, you know, and of course, I was the one that was going to receive it and run it back. Do you think that I heard the national anthem? Or was I thinking about getting ready to kick that ball and what I'm going to do, which way right, left, what middle, what's going to happen? Okay, so if you watch a pro game today, when they're doing the national anthem, do you see some of those guys are praying? And some of those guys are talking. So it's called self-talk. Self-talk. And I've done this before. So self-talk is kind of like an affirmation. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. You understand what I'm saying? And remind yourself. And an affirmation, uh, I learned that from 
St. Mary's School of Christianity, I went to that also. And uh, affirmations were huge in their teaching. And so I want to talk about affirmations today shortly to see if you got it, because if you ain't, you're going to be in trouble. You want to see, uh, you ever look at, although, although I walk through the valley of death, saddle of death, I shall fear no evil. You think he was singing that? He was talking to himself. <laughs> he gave me to go out and fight a giant. Yeah, you, he's talking to himself, okay? And I want to help us to get a better understanding of affirmations. And every one of you all here ought to have some affirmations. Amen. And the scriptures you use as affirmation, once you find out what an affirmation is, please. Yes. A dynamic, practical, and positive statement based on high truths. Which would be gospel for us. Okay. That aspire to absorb into his or her life and helps to overcome self-sabotaging. Self-sabotaging. Do you know if you feel that? No matter what your situation is, lo and I'll always be with you, God says. There are people who love you. You got to find those scriptures and talk to yourself. Okay? Keep going. And negative thoughts. And get rid of negative thoughts. So when you get to thinking negative, you got to say something positive. It's called self-talk. Do you all you know with me? And listen to this one here. It is also emotional support or encouragement. It's emotional what? Support. Or what? Encouragement. And encouragement. That's called self-talk. You see, one of the things that people don't, you have, when you read the Bible, you have to use common sense and wisdom. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, what did he say? Father, not my will, but thy will be done. And when we preach it, we preach it, he said it three times. Wrong. Do you know that every time that he got hit, he was probably saying, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Every time they done something to his body, because, I mean, that's some hurting stuff he was going through. He was probably saying, Father, not my will, but thy will to be done. Encouraging himself in the midst of all the humiliation and all the pain that he was going through, I guarantee you, he was saying, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Staying focused on that wasn't his will, but his father's. In the midst of that, focus on God. You understand what I'm saying? When they put that crown of thorns, what do you think he was saying? All right, y'all, go ahead. <laughs> Father, not my will, but thy will be done. When they were whipping him on the back, while he was self-talk, reminding himself that what he had to go through, he was doing it for his father, staying focused on God's will for him and not the pain that he was going through. And self-talk will help you get through that. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Now, how many of you had major surgery? All right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that's almost half folks in here, all right? When you have major surgery, of course, you know, you come up here on, we'll say Sunday, and the Isaacs pray for you. Uh, you have pastor pray for you, and if you tell me when it is, I'll pray for you that night before you go in. And then sometimes folks want a minister there before they go in, but strong families have a spouse there, right? And that spouse is praying for them, okay? All right. Is, is that fair? Yes. 
then they come in and roll you down there. You better have self-talk. You, you're talking to yourself, God. You, you're doing affirmations to yourself. And I can just talk about me, you know, my, all of that. You all were praying and praying. Sister Gwen was there. Isaac was there. Everybody was there dealing. I love those people. They were there. But then they come in, and oh, Mr. Fields, you ready? No. But it doesn't matter. But, it, but you know, you're getting ready to go down through there by yourself. What are you doing? Self-talk. And I'm praying and talking to myself, and they're, they're still talking, breathe in, breathe out. Four times, Mr. Field. Next thing I do is what? I'm waking up. But when I was walking down that valley by myself, and they pushing you in that cart, I had to have self-talk. So we need to learn to have affirmations and use scriptures for self-talk, right? Just like we saw, we talked about the athletes. When they, when they get ready, let's say high jump. When they get ready, they won't run until they see it in their head that they get over the... You, you see what I'm saying? So sometimes in life, I need self-talk. You see, there are things that I'm going through, I have to talk to myself. You see, there's, there's been times when... And I've, I've said, man, this, this message just, I, I just can't put it together. And it just doesn't make sense to me to put it together. But then I keep talking to the Holy Spirit, self-talk. The Holy Spirit's going to show up. The Holy Spirit's going to talk. He's going to use me as a voice, but he's going to speak through me. But I have to do that. That's self-talk. So we want to talk about affirmations today. Every one of you, whatever your situation is. There's a scripture there that will help. If you don't know it, call somebody up. We'll guide you to that scripture. If you are lonely, we'll guide you to the scripture where it says, Lord, I'll always be with you. Didn't Jesus say that? And then there's love thy neighbor as myself. There are some people who love you in here that you don't know because they're in the body of Christ, right? But sometimes you have to hear that from somebody, but then sometimes you have to repeat that to yourself. So that you, you, that's affirming, that's affirming what you believe in, you see, and, and some, and like, I was so surprised how many of you all have had major surgery. And then after you uh, uh, go through major surgery, somebody has to go through that rehabilitation stuff, and you, you know, and if you've, had, if you've had chemo, now I didn't get sick with it, but there's some people in here probably did, and you're throwing up, as they say people do, you got to have self-talk. You got to, I'm gonna be okay. Are, are y'all with me? So, so, you know, so we got that. So now that when we picture now that Jesus was in the garden and don't be one around and talking about he only said three times, I guarantee you, well, many times, many times during that journey that he took to Calvary, he had self-talk. He was saying to himself, Father, not my will, but what? Thy will be done. So he had to remind himself, this ain't about me. This is about him. All right, and sometimes as, uh, yes, we've had a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff still going on with people going through tragedies in here. And if you don't have self-talk, you think God done left you. Yeah, right? As some of these folks in here has lost some close people, it hits you in your gut. And when it does that, you better have self-talk, talk to yourself, repeat some scriptures, and talk. You have to sometimes talk yourself out of yourself. Am I making sense? You, you see, because because we know most of us that were sinners at one time, we could talk ourselves into anything. So as we we grow now to the point, we need to learn how to talk ourselves out of certain things, and we use self-talk. 
Has anybody here other than me ever said, I'd sure like to go over there and slap? Do you know And then you have to sit up and no, oh, yeah, come on here. Because self-talk helps you to remind yourself how you're supposed to act or react. Are you with me? Because see, no matter, Jesus Christ was 100% human, 100% divine. Say that. 100% human, 100% divine. That's who Jesus Christ was. He was that, 100% human, and he was 100% divine. Are y'all with me? Does that make sense? All right, so sometimes, no matter how spiritual you are, your flesh is going to talk. Right? And so you have to talk spiritual affirmations to be able to overcome that situation or that circumstance. Are y'all with me? And so now we know what that is. So sometimes we need emotional support. Mm -hmm. I am so glad now that we're dealing with uh, mental illness. I am so glad that's an emotion. It's an emotional support. And see, sometimes we're going at it the wrong way. You see, sometimes somebody can say something to you, but it doesn't have effect unless you say it to yourself. Does that make sense? And so we need encouragement. Now, one of the ones that I grew up with in the church that I came out of, it was huge with affirmations, and one of them was my thoughts are on high planes. I have to, I had to uh, remind myself, this is an affirmation that, that came out of the church that, that uh, I came out of 46, seven more years ago, and I, I love that. My thoughts are on a high plane because sometimes my thoughts can get on a lower plane. And so I have to remind myself through affirmations, my thoughts are on what? A higher plane. Because sometimes your thoughts have to be higher than your pain. Does anybody know what I'm talking about up in here? So sometimes your thoughts have to be in a, uh, on a higher plane. My mind dwells therein. My mind has to dwell on a higher plane. But I have to have self-talk, say, get higher, come up a higher. And I do that with you all sometimes. Say, come on up here, come up here a little bit higher. You have, have to do that. And many, most of you all are, are sports fans in here, and, and you're, you're chief fans, and you watch the football games, and you watch one of your receivers drop a ball, a fumble a ball. What is the first thing they do to them? They get the next play and get it right back to them. Because they don't want them to start thinking about the last play. So sometimes in life, if you're not careful, you'll start thinking, here we go again. You can't do that. You see, you got to get rid of that thought. Are you with me? And so the way to do that, your thoughts have to get on a higher plane. you got to have a short memory, they call it sports. You have to get on a, a higher plane. My mind dwells therein. My heart becomes calm. I'm not going to get, I'm not getting all emotional. i got something to do. You see, sometimes some, you have something to do. And, and, and you got to get higher right now. You can't collapse. You can't fall apart. you got to deal with it right now because, hey, people are dependent on you. And so your heart has to be calm. My mind and my thoughts cease to be disturbed. Sometimes you have to say that affirmation. My mind. This is one I use. My mind and what? Thoughts. Cease to be disturbed. Because, you know, Satan wants to disturb you. He wants to get you all upset and anxious and, and anxiety and stress. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You see, I looked up now. I forgot why I said go ahead. <laughs> In me, there is no failure. And you got to, and y'all see me do this all the time. I got to remind myself, 
How many of you in here have the Holy Spirit? So how can you be a failure? So in me, there's no failure because the indwelling Holy Spirit's in me. You see, it, now I didn't say that I wouldn't get knocked down, knocked around. I didn't say that yet. It just said it wouldn't, I wouldn't fail. You, you understand what I'm saying? In me, say this, in me, there's no failure. In me, there's no failure. Go ahead. For Christ is within me. So where's Christ at? He's, he's within me. As self-talk. In me, there's no failure. You're getting ready to do something, and you can teach your young youngsters this. You're going to college. You got a, a test. You can say, in me, there's no failure, because Christ is within me. Some of you on here want promotions on your job. Doesn't matter what age you are. You want a promotion on your job, or you got a new job, and you get a little bit nervous. I don't care who you are. You're going to get a little nervous. You got to tell yourself, in me, there's no failure, for Christ is within me. So if Christ is within me, then I can handle this promotion. And then sometimes, you know, see, God, and the reason you need that, when God doesn't bless you in the normal, because you can do that yourself. He always puts you someplace where you're uncomfortable, where you ain't qualified by other people's standards. But if you know in me there's no failure, I'm qualified because I'm standing and believing on God's. You see? You understand it? And so, so th this is where we got to get self-talk. You got to have self-talk, all right? I walk as Christ. And, and this, is the, this, is, this is the one. Y'all hear me do it all the time. I walk as Christ. And I got to walk as Christ. I, but I can do that. Why? Oh, it's hard. No, it's not because Christ is in me. If Christ is in me, then it's easy for me to walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. I have to tell myself when I want to get crazy, and I can. I don't know about the rest of you, that I, I need to talk as Christ because I want to talk as Johnny. And I got to remind my affirmation well, come on here. I talk to, and here's the hard one. I think it's Christ. I got to think it's Christ. Now, so when I, when I have thinking it's Christ, I got to love some people that are not lovable. And when I think of Christ, then my life is here to serve and to benefit other people. Each one. And God usually sends you somebody that you have to teach. that you don't really think that that's your fish. <laughs> it's a joke between Heather tell you, she knows a joke. Yes. Uh, Sister Gwen, I said, Sister Gwen, that's your fish. Sister Gwen said, no, that ain't my fish. <laughs> Heather needs you. And we like this, ain't that right? Yes. Because she needed somebody to help her get out of a dark place. Who better than somebody who can coach you out of it? I've been doing that all my life. You see what I'm saying? You better know it, because some of you are thinking that God has put you in a place that, that, that you're not qualified. He qualifies you. Yes. It ain't therapy. There's a whole lot of educated people, and I use my mother's thing called educated fools, right? So, but some of you all are living here, and God said, no, 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 no. When you're living here, you're living in the flesh. He'll put you on a higher rock than your self. All right, here we go. I lost one. I have the spirit of Christ within me. And we got to repeat that. I have the spirit of Christ within me. Therefore, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. So when I'm at the worst time of my life and I'm really struggling in my life, I got to talk to myself and know who's in me. I know whose I am. You know, I know I'm going to heaven. You know, you'll see, but there are times in my life I got to really take a good look and, and really check out who's in me. You see, because sometimes, have you ever just ran 
listen, listen to me very careful. I'm talking track because track's in there. There's a thing that every athlete has to be taught in tra running. It's called second win. It's called, you have it. You have it. You have a second win. And you think that the last one is it. You can't run that next interval. You hurt him. J.K. would tell you that. When he ran with Coach Fields, he thought he was going to die. And the coach said, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, because we have to go every 90 seconds. You got 90 seconds of rest, let's do another one. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right? And then what, the, and I tell them, take three steps. They don't think they can make it. They take three steps, and next thing you know, they can run 300 meters. Because what? Second win. Let me tell all of you something in here. When you out of yours, there's a second win. It's called the Holy Ghost. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's called the Holy Ghost. You see, you see, sometimes when I can't breathe in the natural, the Holy Ghost helps me breathe in the spiritual. And when I'm breathing the spiritual, then the spiritual calls me to breathe in the natural. Are you with me? And so that's what we're talking about here. See, now we are prepared people in a prepared place when we get the, I can't do this, and then you'll do that after me. Yeah, you can. I remember one time, it's been years ago, so don't try to figure it out. It's been over 50, 50, 40, 50 years ago. I don't know. One of my friends uh, lost his mother, his grandmother, excuse me, his grandmother, his mother, his sister, and his niece, and a firebomb was thrown in uh, at her boyfriend, and he's the only one that got out. They all died. I'll never forget it. I went to the funeral, and all our big-time ball players, we were all there, and those guys are supposed to go help. They were going to go help our brother. I won't use his name because somebody might know him. Uh, help, help our brother. Them dudes crumbled like... When they looked in there and saw that mom and that baby in that casket, you see? And I remember my friend said, Johnny, I can't do this. And Johnny Fields, being coach, said, yeah, you can. Walk with me. Walk with me. That's what I was there for. And encourage somebody that was at their last to walk with me. Guess who that's supposed to be? But you can't do that in this. You can't do this. It's too much. It's too much for the flesh. But guess why you can? Because the Christ spirit within me. When Johnny Fields runs out of gas, the Holy Spirit takes over and says, now. 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 The power within comes. Because, see, if I don't run out of gas, then I'm good. And I get the glory. God just does his. You through now? All right. I'll take over. You understand what I'm talking about? And if you ain't experienced what, I talked, what I'm talking about today, you keep living. You keep living. Our brother is down in uh, uh, Mississippi burying his grandmother, Brother Gerald, today. But we prayed for him yesterday, and uh, we know he's doing okay. Yeah, because he got us. I don't know the state of his family, but I know the state of his relatives, excuse me, but I know the state of his family. Are y'all with me? So we're talking about what? Affirmations. You need to learn that. And, and, and uh, Psalms 73, 26, and 28, these, you can write these scriptures down. You may not want to turn to them, write them down. And you can use these as what? 
affirmations. I admit how broken I am in body and spirit. That's how you feel when somebody tells you you got cancer. You're broken. People talk, no, no, it breaks you for a minute or two. I don't care. You may get over it, but it's going to break you when they tell you that because your body's broken. It's being ate up by disease. And in, in your head, the first thing you want to know is how long do I have? Am I making sense? And so these are affirmations. What do you think is this? An affirmation. I admit now I'm broken in my body, my spirit. Is that, does it say I admit? Mm -hmm. I had to come to the point. I'm broken. I'm broken. Do you understand me? Sometimes some of y'all sitting here, that's why you're suffering. You're broken and you're living in your brokenness because you won't allow the Holy Spirit to take over because the Holy Spirit might lead you to somebody to help you, but I don't want nobody to know my business. Because he wants you to hide. So you're hiding in your pain instead of admitting that you're broken. All right? I told y'all when they told me the first time I had cancer, me and God fell out for real. 12, 13 hours. He didn't care, but we fell out because I've told y'all, some of you all would, in that time, y'all won't do nothing. I'm doing everything. Eating right, running right, running hills, down hills, up hills. And why me? And we know 27 years later, why me? Because he wanted to show his power within me. Mm -hmm. And it don't, every one of y'all has been through something. Hate to say it, divorces, breakups. It's life. And it'll break you. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. But God is my strength. But who's my strength? God. I had to get out of the flesh and say, no. God, God, you're my strength. Mm -hmm. And he will be mine forever. And, you, and I'm going to hold on to him. And he's going to be mine for what? Forever. All right. But the closer I am to you, my God, the better because life with you is good. Isn't that it? It's an affirmation. The closer I am to you, God, the better what? Because life, life with is you good. is good. We ought to know that. We see all our movie stars and all these rich athletes and all these people and what they're going through. We thinking they got the good life until we hear what one of them done done. No. We have the good life because God has supplied us of our every needs. And he knew better than give us some of our wants because if he gave some of us some of our wants, then we would have not thought we needed him. You see? All right? Oh, Lord, the eternal, you keep me safe. He keeps me what? Safe. And you know what I need to be kept safe from, counselor? Me. The hardest person to say no in my life is say no to this guy. Am I the only one up in here? No. It's hard for me to say no to this guy. All right? I will tell everyone what you have done. And see, this is what you, listen to me. All you people that raised your head, are you alive today? You can tell everybody what you've been through. People have lost people in here. You're going to have people close to you that's lost, going to lose some folks. But guess what you can do? You can use your pain as a message as victorious. I got through it. I got the victory. How'd you get it? I got it in Christ. You see? All right. Amen. 
All right, now again from the Amplified puts it this way. My flesh and my heart may fail. Let me tell you something. Sometimes my heart has failed. I don't know, maybe sometimes, well, I know my flesh has done failed because it was hard for me to tell it no. And so I didn't tell it no. And when I got into the situation of the circumstance, consequences, my heart failed. Has anybody ever been hurt in their heart? The Bible says guard your what? Have you ever not guarded and it failed you because of what you put in it? All right? But God is the rock and strength of my heart and portion forever. But it's got to be who? God has to be the strength of my life. I can't trust myself. You know, when you, the little boys used to use slick things, you know. Well, your parents don't know what, don't do what your parents say. You got to follow your heart. Now some y'all ain't never heard that before, all right? And some of you men ain't never used that before. Put a line up in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've used it before, all right? No, forget about what they're saying. That preacher don't know about that. You need to follow your heart. Said <laughs> so because if you're following your heart, then you're following me. Then I'm gonna put you in some situation, circumstance that's totally against what. Teach your young people that. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. But as for me, it is good for me to draw near to God. I gotta, if I'm not close to God, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I got to, my whole 77 years, I got to still keep going closer to God. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep going, please. I have made the Lord God my refuge and placed my trust in him. And you know what a refuge is? It's a place that you can run to safety. I, I need to be running and running and running to my refuge because I'm running so that m- me don't catch up with me. You see what I'm talking about? I got to run to my refuge. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to run from yourself and get to your refuge. Okay. And from the passion... Lord, so many times I fail. Okay, hold on there. I'm going that fast? All right, I'm over here. All right. (laughs) Lord, so many times I failed. Has anybody failed more than once? Lord, so many times have I failed. Thank you. Every time I failed, guess where I put my trust? Because there's no failure in Christ. So if I failed... You put yourself in his arms. I'm going to be good. (laughs) You put yourself in his arms. You see? You put her in your... You quit that job. You bought that that you couldn't afford. Don't show, don't. Okay. I fall into disgrace. And, and I fall into disgrace. Some of us can remember before we found Christ, we've done some disgraceful things. We fell into disgrace. But when I trust in you, I have a strong and glorious presence protecting me and anointing me. But when I trust in him, he protects me 
And not only does he protect me, he anoints me. Man, that's good. You know, there's, I like Winston, Reverend Winston says, he calls the preaching. I'm preaching better than I need to be preaching. <laughs> this is good stuff here. Because you're going to have to use this. Some folk need it right now. Right, see? Okay? Forever, you're all I need. Forever, you're all I need. There's a song, you're all I need. But forever, you're all I need. I don't need anything else. I want some other things, but I don't need anything else. You see? All right? Am I doing all right? Yes. Okay. But I'll keep coming closer and closer to you. And that's, that's it, closer and closer to you. I'm keep working. I'm keep going to church. I'm keep reading my Bible. I'm going to keep meditating. I'm going to keep going because I want to get closer to you. Whatever it takes, I want to get closer to you. Knowing that, who's trying to separate you? There are people looking right now that are home have no idea. They think they know why they don't come to church. The reason they don't want to come to church is Satan's got it in their head. They don't need to be there. And then they can come up with, well, I don't need to go to church to be saved. You know, you don't have to go to church to be saved, but you got to go to church to be safe. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because you're going to learn something there. Right? Here we go. Again, I'll keep coming closer, Lord Yahweh, for your name is good to me. Oh, man, your name is so good to me. Just your name is good to me. All right? I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works, my faithful and glorious God. I'm going to keep telling people your awesome works. God, your awesome works. And the only thing that I can say that's awesome works, the only person I really know is the awesome works that you've done in me. I mean, come on, people. Seven times cancer survivor. Wow. You see? Looking so good, it ought to be two of him. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? And a fun guy. Am I a fun trip, Pastor? Yes. Right. You see? Yes. Come on here. Look at what you've been through and where you're at today, and you can't praise God? Are you kidding me? You see? And that's what we're talking about here. Hallelujah. The message. I got to do the message. I was going to say, you got a message. All right. <laughs> Us old folk. I got a message for the old folks. <laughs> when my skin sags <laughs> and my bones get brittle, <laughs> God's rock firms me and is faithful. Wow. You're going to get there, people. I'm a... You see, sometimes I look at those pictures when I was working out. The brother was down. The only time he does this now is when he's got a two-piece suit on. You understand? Because it doesn't matter. Sooner or later, your skin is going to what? Sag. And your bones are going to get what? Brittle. But God's rock is firm and faithful. God's rock is firm and faithful. You understand that? But I'm in the very presence of God. In the very presence of God. Okay? Oh, how refreshing it is. Life is good. 
Life is good. Life is good. And life is refreshing because I'm closer to him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I looked up. I have no I've more. made Lord God my home. I've made Lord God my home. God, I am telling the world what you do. And you give me peace. You give me health. You love me. You understand that? That's, that's unbelievable what he's done for me. I can only speak for me. But there ought to be some other folk in here say it with me. It's unbelievable what he's done for me. You see? And the only thing I want to do is get closer and closer and closer to him. Because, you know, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is. And don't forget his benefits. Come on, give God a hand clap. Give God a hand clap.